Hello, Ryan. Hello to you, Jordan. How are you? I'm good. Great. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back, listeners. I think this is either episode eight or nine. I think it's eight. My tally is it's eight. Now, I've been wrong before, so yeah. I could be wrong again. Uh, but yeah, I think we're at episode eight, and um, we've uh, following with our weird video game theme this season, uh, we're talking about, I don't know how, I mean, it is a weird video game. Yes, it's it is. It's also just a bad video game, but um, I think the story behind it makes it even weirder. Yeah. Um, we are talking about the Atari game, E.T. Now, a lot of you know E.T. as a, like, as a good movie, but they actually made a video game that I'm praying to God none of you have heard, but if you have heard (laughs) about the video game, I feel very sorry for you, but, uh, if any of you own the game, then you already know how terrible this is. And if you do own the game, you might be sitting on some money because they're extremely rare. Very, because when the game first came out, it was... See, it, everyone started to buy it, but then realized, oh, I can't go one foot without stepping it straight into a hole. And then you have to somehow use E.T.'s magical powers to fly back out. Which, in the game, first of all, in, I guess he does fly in the movie, but it's not something that happens a lot. But So, let me give you some facts here, Jordan, to back up what you just said. Uh, this, they rushed this game through development to get it out by Christmas in 1982. They sold over 2.6 million games. So, stores bought from the company... Over 2.6 million. By the end of 1983, 2.5 million of those games were unsold and sent back to the company. So, they sold over 2.6 million and had to take back 2.5 million. So, Um, then... No one wanted this game. No. No, no one wanted this game. That's why there is there is this myth slash rumor slash probably real myth. I don't know. But it's a gamer myth. So they said Atari loaded up a bunch of trucks with these games, went out into the middle of the desert somewhere, like at an excavation site, and digged up a giant hole and dumped all these games into the hole. Yeah. Um, and apparent, and then, so the, like Jordan said, it's this myth, it's this legend about this game that persisted in the gaming world. And then a few years ago, this guy was so interested, he's like, I want to make a movie about a documentary about looking for these games and what happened. And it it's considered the worst game ever made. It's people say it was the downfall of Atari because Atari was the number one console 
almost the only one at the time, but there were a few others, like ColecoVision, and there were a few others, but Atari was dominated. And then, after this came out, Atari no longer dominated. They lost so much money from this game. But, so this guy made this documentary. I think it's in... I want to say Arizona, but it might maybe New Mexico where this landfill was that they dumped all these games. And this guy got, I'm sure, paid to, to be able to go to this landfill and spend, I don't know how long, digging up decades worth of trash to f see if there were any E.T. games in there. And there were a ton of E.T. games in there. There were also a bunch of other cartridges that um, Atari didn't sell or sold and had to buy back or however that worked. But um, So they found all these games. Um, but if you have one in good condition now, I'm sure it's worth a ton of money. You, you can probably sell it for at least a good... I want to say at least a good like 200 bucks, maybe even more. I, I'm going to bet more. Let's see here. I'm going to quickly. I, I wanted to say a thousand, but nah, that's a bit too over the top. Let me see here. I'm just curious. I want to say it's like 2,500. But yeah, they actually went to a dig site and found all these games. I, I thought that. They weren't actually going to do it, but in 2014? Yeah. Uh, yeah. i got to tell you, I'm looking it up right now on eBay. It's, it's not that bad. I mean, you can get, if you want to get one that came, that they dug up. Yeah. That'll cost you... One person selling it for $16,000. Another person selling it for $4,000. But just the cartridge itself? Like five bucks. Cartridge in a case is a hundred bucks. So, huh. I guess it's not that not that expensive. There's enough of them around. You can get one for 99 cents. 99 cents. So I take it back. If you have a bunch of those uh, sitting around... You're better off burning them. Yeah, you might just want to put them in a landfill again because they're not really worth that much. Now, if you have one that was dug up, you're going to be able to buy a whole new gaming system for that, for the same price. You can buy yourself an Xbox or a PC, maybe even a... Sure. Maybe even a PlayStation. Sure. Um... So Jordan and I decided to uh, look at some other games that came out around that time. Uh, well, first of all, let's talk about the walkthrough. We watched a walkthrough because we don't have the game. So we watched a walkthrough. And essentially, the premise of the game is your E.T. Well, first of all, let me give the premise and then we'll talk about what we saw. The premise is your E.T. You're trying to get home like E.T. is in the movie. So you're looking for Reese's Pieces and pieces of a telephone so that you can call home. Which, if you're unfamiliar with the um, movie, E.T. says, E.T. call home almost nonstop through that movie. I'm sure that's not true. I haven't seen it in decades. But 
that's the famous line, E.T. call home. So you're looking for the phone, you're looking for Reese's Pieces, which he ate a lot of in the movie ticket, in the movie. So the game looks horrible. Yeah. The graphics are almost non-existent to me. Like, it's, it is, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. But they clearly did not spend any time. And we, Jordan and I watched a documentary about it. A short little 10 minute thing. And it was like the guy had a few months to create this game. The designer. It was like, you have to make this. This, this got to be done by now. Do whatever you can to make this game. It looks like that was the case. Yeah. And unfortunately, Atari paid the price. Yeah. It, it looks horrible. And uh, essentially, you're just walking around from screen to screen. Uh, like, you, you're E.T. walking through a screen. If you walk to the edge of the picture, you, it just instantly you're in a new screen. There's pit holes in the ground, pits to fall into. Some have things you want, and some are just pits you fall into. And then... E.T. extends his neck. He completely dislocates his neck in order to fly. In the movie, they said they used, quote-unquote, love to fly. Now this man could fly on his own, so what is he doing? Loving himself? I guess so. Which is weird, because no one loved this game. Um, I don't know, maybe people did love it. I, I shouldn't judge, who knows, but... Uh, it's very clunky. One of the big complaints about it at the time were that you just fell in the pits all the time. Even if you weren't really right next to them or over them, you would fall into the pits. Um, and I think when you extend your neck to get out of a, a pit, your health goes down a little bit. So you don't want to have to do that too much, where you, then you die. Um, so we looked at some other games from the time. I would say graphics-wise, they all look better. The other thing about this E.T. game is it's so slow. There's nothing to do, and it's really slow. Um, the, the FPS on it looked, looked really crappy. The F, what FPS stands for, for everyone that doesn't yeah, play I video games, I was gonna ask is frames per second. That means, you so say, so say I'm like playing Quest or something like that, right? And I walk through a door. Obviously, if I walk through the door, that's going to be a frame, like a frame per second. So it'll take a little bit to load in, and then it'll just immediately spawn you right there. And that's called a frame per second. Now... It looked like to this, for me, it looked like uh, five to two frames per second. Now, I don't know anything about it, but I would say this is more like frames per minute. It was so slow. I'm sure it's not, but um, yeah, super slow. The colors are drab. I mean, he landed... He, like, what are the chances of landing in a field 
with holes that are like shaped out as in U's and arrows. And I just like the the whole look of it. It's like dark green and darker green pits and you're sort of gra- brown as E.T. It just like um, the whole thing looks like a like someone was like, hey, we think mustard's a really good color. Let's just use like different shades of mustard for this game. Yeah. I, I realize mustard's yellow in the screen, but for some reason that's what my mind went to. Uh, yeah, it looks super boring. It looked not, not. It looked really. Ryan, I'm not gonna lie. I I was actually almost falling asleep during that. <laughs> Yeah, it's, um, I can't, and I just, after we watched the, kind of the walkthrough today, I was thinking about, like, oh, this, this game was rushed through development to be out for Christmas, so kids could get them as Christmas gifts. Can you imagine waking up Christmas morning and being like, I got the E.T. game, I'm so excited, and then going to play it, and I imagine a lot of kids convincing themselves it was fun when it was not. I know as a kid, I was, if you listen to other podcasts, you know I'm an NES guy. And so that was like such a big deal. Christmas time, I get some NES games. And it was so awesome to me. I would it, sneak it was... out early. I would sneak out like two in the morning and be like, well, I know the shape of an NES box, so... I'll just grab a couple of these boxes that, and I'll sneak into my room and I'll just spend hours playing while everyone else is sleeping. I can't imagine getting a game this crappy and, and be like, well, I guess I should just go to sleep because this is horrible. <laughs> Atari, Atari should go out of business this game so bad. Or at least, at least realize like, oh, this game didn't come out good. We can't sell this. See, the one thing my father said is never rush something that's in the making. I I 100% agree with that. Because you rush something that's in the making, right? And then look at it. Because look, look, even look at Atari. They rushed the game so fast to the point they didn't have time to put in good graphics. They didn't have time to put in actual colors. And they didn't have time... To actually put in the work of, oh, you fall down a hole and it's you're directly on the hole. No, it it was just you fall in the hole even though you're two miles away from the damn hole. Yeah. Uh, so Jordan and I watched some uh, a quick video of just other games from that time period to see, like, is it that we are in 2021? judging this game on the standards that we have now, graphics-wise and excitement-wise. And from what we decided, there may be some of that, but like we looked at Pitfall, which is a game I remember, which similarly has pits you could fall into and things. This Pitfall looks so much better. Than E.T. It, yeah, it looks like there's decades difference in technology upgrades with Pitfall. It looks more fun. It's fast-paced. 
the graphics look better. The, there's multiple colors to it. Um, yeah, it was a, it was absolutely great. It yeah, looked a bunch up. of a bunch of these games looked like if you think about like early arcade games and stuff, you think about Pac-Man. And I mean, I guess the original Pong, obviously, but that's seventies, so we're years past Pong in nineteen eighty-two, the end of eighty-two, so almost eighty-three, really. Um, yeah, the game just looks boring. Pretty much, I mean, on the weird list, you know, on the weird list, I think it may come third. Alright, so we got Seaman number one still. What's two? I think it was Penn and Teller's yeah. Smoke and Mirrors. <laughs> I assume that's what you were going to say. <laughs> second, first Seaman, second Penn and Teller, third E.T. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. And I would say, honestly, all those games seem pretty boring too they're not just weird like Seaman doesn't look exciting no and neither does the Penn and Teller one no so there's a connection between weird and boring games for us anyway um yeah I'd say go out and try to play E.T. and I guess if you have an old Atari system you could get a cartridge for like five or six bucks so maybe that's worth doing but um, or you can sell the tra like the trash copy that you found from the dig site up for put that up for sale and then after that buy a flamethrower and then burn the rest of your actual good copies. Yeah, I wonder. It's odd to me that um, one that was in the that was buried under trash is worth thousands of more dollars than one that is in good condition. Yeah. Um, it's like, hey, Mom, Dad, can I buy this Atari game that came out of the garbage? Yeah, it's, it's a weird thing, but I guess for collect, it's about collectors and collecting things, and I guess if it's been in the dump, it's a part of that history and a part of that thing that happened it, uh, I guess you could say a historical event in gaming um, but from what I've read most of the gaming community feels like the E.T. game is the biggest failure in video game history yeah um, that it ruined this company um, yeah it's, it's, it's odd because there are plenty of bad games. Um, but this one really sticks out for people. I think partly because they made so many copies of it. Yeah, they, they made so many copies to the point when they sold it to stores and then their kids woke up Christmas morning to get it and then they realized, oh, this sucks. And no one else was buying it. They decided to send it back. Yeah, it's got to be, and I'm guessing that to some degree ruins the relationship Atari has with all these stores where they're 
store is like, all right, well, we bought all these games. And the ones, not a lot sold. The ones that did, they got returned because it's not good. We don't want any of your games anymore. Yeah. So that's the the saga of the E.T. game for Atari for you. And how Atari ended. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think it... I think what happened was Atari, the company, kind of split up and became two other companies. Um, And I don't know how those did, but I know that... um, I did a little reading today about the different Atari consoles... And from what I read, it seems like the E.T. game is not the only time Atari's kind of rushed things to get them out that maybe weren't quite up to par. And so it wasn't just this game that tanked Atari. It was Atari's model of, we're going to just rush this into production and sell it, and it's yeah. not going to be that good. See, if you do, if you do things more than once God... Will uh, I'm not trying to sound religious. Neither am I. Neither am I religious. But you do things more than once, and God will punish you. Apparently. Yeah, it's um, too bad. The console I was reading about is Atari has their like console that most people had at the, my age, anyway. And then they came out with a newer one that was supposed to be better. And that's the one my family got. I didn't have the original one. I had the next generation version. But what Atari did, didn't do was make it compatible with all the games from the first system. So it came out. It didn't have as many games. Um, and you couldn't use your old Atari games. So people like didn't want that console. Because they're like, why am I going to buy this supposedly way better one, but I can't use any of these games, and you don't have a lot of games for it. So it's another instance of maybe wait six months and figure out that other piece of the puzzle, and you'll be successful. Um, Yeah, so E.T. and the downfall of Atari. Well, that that was certainly something. All right, Jordan, uh, thanks for, um, as always, thanks for sitting down and talking to me about video games. Yeah, anytime, right? And uh, listeners, enjoy yourself. We probably, this will, I guess, probably be the last episode of the, the year. Because next time we see you, it will be the Happy New Year. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is our last week of school before the break, so... Um, Happy holidays to everybody. I hope you don't get E.T. in your stocking. And uh, Yeah, Santa, Santa will just say, <laughs> screw Cole, we're giving them E.T. <laughs> and, we're bu- and we're buying an Atari system. We're making it. Uh, that's a great way to go out. Instead of Cole, you're getting E.T. Uh, yeah, happy holidays, everyone. Bye.